1: It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available
0: online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.
1: There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. This Day in
0: History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hey y'all, I'm Eves, and welcome to the Stan History class, a podcast that proves you really do learn something new every day. Just a quick warning before we start the show today, this podcast does contain content about genocide. Today is April 24th, 2020. The day was April 24th, 1915, The Armenian Genocide began when around 250 Armenian intellectuals and politicians were arrested. Most of the people who were arrested were killed in the following months. The Turkish government refuses to recognize the deportations and massacres that followed as genocide, claiming that the killings were necessary and there was no official policy for killing Armenians. However, most historians consider it a genocide since it was a planned and systematic effort to kill a specific group of people. In the 15th and 16th centuries, Armenia came under control of the Ottoman Empire. The Ottoman Empire was home to Christians, Muslims, and Jewish people, but it was dominated by ethnic Turks. Christian Armenians, as well as other Christian communities, were minorities in the empire. Armenians did have a strong sense of community under Ottoman rule, but in the second half of the 19th century, Turkish nationalism that favored ethnic and religious majorities was on the rise and Armenians were on the receiving end of Turkish persecution. As the 20th century approached, political instability, economic issues, and military defeats weakened the empire. At the same time, Turkish nationalist movements were growing stronger. Armenians were one of the largest Christian groups in the Ottoman Empire. They were civically and economically successful, and many Armenian elites were well-educated and highly influential. Their prominence inspired resentment among Turkish nationalists. Russian Armenians participated in the Russo-Turkish War of 1877 to 1878. After the Russian victory in the war, Russia insisted in the Treaty of San Stefano that the Ottoman Sultan, Sultan Abdul Hamid II, reform Armenian administration. The Armenian question, or the issue of the protection and rights of Armenians in the Ottoman Empire, was a topic that was growing in importance in Turkish politics. Young Armenian activists organized to demand independence from the Ottoman Empire and to call for reforms. But despite proposed European-backed reforms that Ottoman authorities supposedly supported, hundreds of thousands of Armenians were murdered in massacres from 1894 to 1896. By the beginning of the 20th century, there were somewhere around 2 or 2.5 million Armenians living in the Ottoman Empire. But Ottoman authorities continued to institute oppressive measures against Armenians, including putting restrictions on property ownership and religious practices. And more Armenians were killed in riots and pogroms in 1909. When the Young Turk movement seized power in the Ottoman Empire in 1908, there was hope that Armenians and other minorities would not face as much persecution. But over time, the Young Turks became more authoritarian. They intended to Turkify the empire and to resolve the Armenian question violently. When World War I broke out in 1914, the Young Turks joined on the side of the Central Powers. When they suffered defeats to the Russians, they shifted blame to the Armenians who sided with Russia and deemed them a threat to the state. So Armenians serving in the Ottoman army were removed from active duty and transferred into labor battalions. And on April 24, 1915, the government ordered the arrest of 250 Armenian intellectuals and community leaders, mainly in the Ottoman capital, which was then called Constantinople. The government then began to deport Armenians from Eastern Anatolia, a move that was soon authorized by the Ottoman parliament. It confiscated Armenian properties and businesses. It sent Armenians on death marches across the Syrian desert to concentration camps with people dying of exhaustion and starvation along the way. It kidnapped children and it sponsored mass executions of Armenians. The Ottoman Empire fell in 1922 and Turkey was formally declared a republic in 1923. By this time, many Armenians in the Ottoman Empire had died, fled, or been expelled. That said, there's no consensus on the number of people who died in the genocide. Some countries sent aid to the Armenian people, but the perpetrators of the genocide went largely unpunished. Law student Rafael Lemkin was influenced by the Armenian massacres to coin the term genocide. Turkey denies the Ottoman government's role in the systematic killing of Armenians and has instituted laws restricting discussion about the genocide. Many other countries have avoided recognizing the massacres as a genocide to keep from harming relations with Turkey. I'm Yves Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. And if you have any suggestions about episode topics or any comments, you can send them to us via social media. We're at TDIHC podcast. You can also send us an email at iheartmedia.com. Thanks again for listening to the show and we'll see you tomorrow.
1: Zumo Play.